Hey everybody, welcome back to Letterman Row. I am Austin Ward. That is Jeremy Birmingham. And the other guy over there, that's Spencer Holbrook. This is a rapid reaction brought to you by Byers Auto. Uh, Ohio State has captains for the 2020 season. We don't know what that schedule actually looks like, when it's going to start, how it's going to work. Um, but the Buckeyes are slated to start training camp on Friday. And the team voted uh, the headliner. Once again, Tough Borland. He is the second three-time captain in Ohio State history. A tremendous accomplishment. He joins JT Barrett uh, as the only other Buckeyes to ever do that. Uh, so there are six other guys that we're going to mention to and dive into. But Berm, you know, we've talked about Tough Borland a ton on these shows. Uh, he continues to be one of the most respected uh, players amongst his teammates. This is not chosen by Ryan Day or Al Washington. The rest of the Buckeyes tab this guy. It just must be getting really easy to be a captain at Ohio State because <laughs> – you know, for two guys who have uh, had such milk toast careers than JT Barrett and Tough Borland uh, to continue to earn these sort of accolades, it just must be easy, and anyone could do it, obviously. If they're going to take you seriously, you're not laying the sarcasm on heavily enough. Uh, listen, Tough Borland has been a leader from the minute he stepped on campus as a true freshman. He has continued that. He has done it the right way day in, day out. He does it in a room full of veterans, which is harder, I think, in a lot of times in a room that has a bunch of young guys. He, he's had the lead by example. He's led on the field, off the field. Uh, and that's why he is, again, a three-time captain and will go down in Ohio State history as one of the great leaders in the program, along with someone like JT Barrett. So uh, kudos to Tough. So that was no surprise. And I don't think when you look at this list, with that includes Sean Wade, Wyatt Davis, Josh Myers, Justin Fields, uh, Justin Hilliard. And I get to seven there. There aren't really any surprises on this, this list for me. Uh, Hilliard uh, jumps out a little bit because he's not had that in his, previously in his career. He's also missed a lot of times. But, uh, Spencer, when you look at this, you know, Mickey Marotti, Ryan Day, Urban Meyer, doesn't matter. They've all said throughout the years, when your best players are your best leaders, you've got a pretty good team and you've got a bunch of, uh, first-round potential draft picks that became captains for the Buckeyes today. Yeah, when you look at, like, Sean Wade, who came back just to prove he can play outside corner, I think there was a little bit of a leadership aspect he wanted to prove there as well. You knew Wyatt Davis and Josh Myers were going to just be anchors of that offense, so they were kind of no-brainers. Uh, Justin Fields proved himself as a leader last year. I thought maybe he could even be named, like, a captain halfway through the year almost. It seemed like he was just stepping into that leadership role so well. And, again, like you said, uh, for guys like like Justin Hilliard and Jonathan Cooper, who might not be first round picks but are leaders, you know they also have five guys who could be first round picks that are their leaders. And like you said, when when your best players are your best leaders, good things are going to happen. If the Buckeyes find a way to get on the field this season, good things are going to happen. Yeah, I must. I think I must have skipped over Jonathan Cooper, which was a big omission in uh, by me there, considering he has already been a captain for this team and how important his decision was that I've talked about before to come back and anchor that defensive line and the mature choice that he made, uh, you know, to play that one more game and then take a medical red shirt and come back. You know, Berm, we know that that wasn't easy for him. And, you know, selfishly, I think we would sit here and, and hope the best for this guy that he actually gets to play a full year because he easily could have disregarded all that. He could have tried to play through it, get into that playoff game, um, you know, or just, you know, set out the rest of that year and gone to the NFL without a chance to come back. But he had his reasons and, and he's still one of the most respected guys on this Ohio State roster. Yeah, it's one of those stories where, you know, when we start to talk about why it's important that we have football this year and why individuals, why it matters to them. Like, think about everything Jonathan Cooper gave up 
to come back to play at Ohio State for this season. And now to see that that season is in jeopardy, obviously, yeah, the NCAA may give him another year after this, but, you know, does he want to spend seven years in college? He's not Van Wilder, you know what I mean? <laughs> the, the, the guy wants to, to move on and wants to start making money and wants to have a chance to play at the next level. But for him, for Justin Hilliard, who had a very difficult decision uh, this spring after he, you know, missed last year and, uh, or hurt his ankle last year's Achilles and then having to decide if he wants to even come back to Ohio State or transfer. Like, these kids made very difficult decisions. And Josh Myers and Wyatt Davis, who passed up first round or early second round money a year ago. Like, you just want these kids to have an opportunity to be the leaders that they have proven to be on the field one more time. And, you know, hopefully we get good news on that front in the next day or two. But um, certainly it's – these are kids you can root for. And I think that that's what Ohio state's really been all about in the last uh, handful of years, especially. And, and kids like Jonathan Cooper and Justin Hoyer are, are perfect examples of that. When I think back to on your, your sarcasm to start this rapid reaction brought to you by buyers auto uh, as a reminder of how difficult it actually is to still be voted a captain for Ohio state, even with this number of guys that have the honor. Uh, Chris Olave is one of the most respected guys. He, he's the leader of that wide receivers unit. He's not a team-wide captain. That doesn't mean that he's uh, any less valuable to the Buckeyes, but uh, it's hard to get to a certain threshold. Uh, you can't just name one from every unit. Otherwise, you would also see somebody like Luke Farrell out there, uh, potentially Master Teague or even Trey Sermon, who's made uh, a tremendous impression on his teammates over the last two months based on what I've been told by people who've seen him in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. Um, you know, you could name a couple of other guys who could – easily fit into that role who've been veterans for this team for a long time. I think probably the most attention will go to Olave um, because we've heard so much about the way he's attacked his workouts, you know, dating back to that fateful play in the Fiesta Bowl, but uh, it's really hard. And I think that's also why it means so much to the guys who wind up being captains because not everybody gets to do it, Spencer. Yeah. And you know, you look at the guys who are going to learn under these captains. And I think just because Chris Olave isn't a captain doesn't mean he's not, like you said, going to be a leader there. But then you look at a guy like Harry Miller, who has been so well respected in the little time he's been there. He's going to learn from two captains on that offensive line and step into that role probably next year. You look at, like you said, Luke Farrell's not going to be a captain, but those guys are going to learn from him. So this team is so well built and you look at all the captains that they do have, but there's, a, there's extensions of that everywhere on the roster, and I think that's what makes this team uh, so special and what, what makes people want to see this team get on the field so much. Hey, let's just start the, the you know, campaign now for Chris Olave's return to Ohio State <laughs> for a senior season. If he really yeah. wants to be a captain, this is your opportunity, Chris. Just say you're going to return no matter what, and, and then you'll get that next year. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say good luck with that, Berm. But it's a resume builder. It's a resume builder, everyone. Certainly you have a chance to say whatever you want and make any request, and you can plant that seed. I don't think it's going to go your way, but we'll see. Uh, hopefully next time, this time next year, we'll have uh, some more returning captains that we can talk about a little more history. But for now, Tough Borland is the one who's really stealing uh, the show in that regard. You have to give him uh, a lot of credit for doing that three straight times, everything that he's dealt with, with the injuries and uh, – you know, public criticism. He's been a tremendous leader behind the scenes for the Buckeyes. One of those seven captains that we were talking about right here on Rapid Reaction brought to you by Byers Auto. That's Jeremy Birmingham and Spencer Holbrook. I'm Austin Ward. We'll see you next time at Letterman Row.